0: Hello party people of the world You're here with Danny and Evan Back on the first cut The first cut First cut of our lives Hey party people What's up Um, Today is October 23rd And we are back with part 2 Of Gone Too Soon This is Evan's list We are beginning today with uh, with, uh, The fleet foxes Not just fleet foxes This is my Hodgepodge List. I gone too soon. Let's go ahead and get it started with "Sun It Rises" off the self-titled Fleet Foxes. Um.
1: Okay, so obviously last episode was my faithful, faithful, uh, yeah, faithful companions. (laughs) Companion. It was my companions. You (laughs) said it twice. It was my companion's okay. <laughs> uh, list for Gone Too Soon. And he had a handful of bands that he dearly misses that don't exist anymore. And um, and so now it's... That was a great list. Wonderful list. Um, now it's my turn. It took me a little while to conjure stuff up because we had a fairly strict criteria for um, what, what kind of counts as Gone Too Soon. Because, I mean, you know, who, for people who are familiar with Fleet Foxes, which is probably a lot of people, they're not by any means a, an unpopular band or an obscure band. Um, I mean, at the height of their career, they were, like, very, very, very famous. Um,
0: yes. Uh,
1: so, I, I feel like I needed to talk about them, though, because... They're one of the most important bands I, in my, I mean, it sounds lofty to say my life, but certainly my, my creative, my career, and in my, just creative, um, self-realization. Um. So, first off, Fleet Foxes—they're still around. I mean, they're—you know—to call them gone too soon—that's. It's it's interesting to say that because
0: well if let's describe what they're still around means yeah well okay so
1: timeline of the band so they I think they got together around 2006 or so Sounds they about right. they um, started making some music they uh, they put out an EP called Sun Giant and released it maybe 2007 2008 they put out this bombshell which was just I think just this album just changed everything for me um incredibly beautiful especially it was such a ray of sunshine in in a in a musical landscape that was just being dominated by electronic drums and you know um fluff and um extraneous nonsense Um, and this album really stripped it down back to like the bucolic, like pastoral sounds, and uh, really, I think melded like sort of the the modern time, like our you know um, 21st century world, with that that um, pastoral sound of yesteryear. Anyhow, so they put out this album. Then a couple years later, they did Helplessness Blues. Which was another masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Um, And after Helplessness Blues, that's when they fell off the map. They kind of disappeared for a long, long time. Oh, it must have been six years or so. Yeah,
0: Helplessness Blues is showing here, came out in 2011.
1: Okay. So. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it took, yeah, I think three years from this one to Helplessness Blues. So even then, people, after this one, people were saying, wow, where are they? You know, it's been three years. But, you know, they put out on another one. But after um, Helplessness Blues, yeah, they, they disappeared for a little bit. Um, of course, after years, it, it became known that, that uh, Robin Pecknell, the singer um, and leader of the band, uh, decided to go to college in New York And uh, pursue an education in whatever he did. And um, so, for. That's a good one, too. Very applicable. I I think it had to do with um, uh, music, um, uh, uh, composition, something like that. Um, Anyhow, so they disappeared for a long time. They did wind up coming back and releasing an album called Crack Up, which I think is really good. But personally not anything to, like, do anything special to their formula. So, I guess the reason this this fits for me as, like, a gone-too-soon is because, I, I mean, they, when they dropped Helplessness Blues, that was such, like, an important piece of work, and then it just they disappeared and they left a lot of people really, really like hungry for more. And, uh, and so, you know, when I hear like, Oh, Hey, what's a band. If someone asked me, what's a band that, that you think truly just like fell off the map and like left you, just left you hanging. I mean, it'd be Fleet Foxes.
0: So, So, and my, my big perspective from it too, is that like, and I, I could be totally wrong. I, I'm admittedly very ignorant to, uh, to um, the history of Fleet Foxes But my understanding too Is more or less that um, More or less that yeah Helpless Just Blues came out and then there was a Very I mean realistically A very long time Not like Chinese Democracy long But <laughs> yeah. certainly a very or long Or MBV time, must... long or what? MBV my bloody Valentine They took them yeah. like 20 years to put out their follow up Or yeah Pink Floyd's Yeah, fucking, yeah anyways um but yeah like for conventional standards it was a very long time. I think it was it was at least 5 years. I think for what now? For Krakow?
1: Yeah, and it then, was that one, that came out in uh, June 2016. So I mean I guess yeah. it was 5 years. Yeah, 5 years. Yeah.
0: So but to my point yeah that uh I I believe like my understanding surrounding the the everything Prior was that they were on like what was considered more or less a permanent hiatus, and then eventually went, all right, let's do one more, and then they did. And you know, I don't, I don't follow them on Twitter. I don't, don't pretend to be uh, in the loop. But it sounds like that's now the new consensus again is like maybe we'll make another album again someday. Well, maybe we won't. And a couple things to
1: understand too is. Um, uh, crack Up, it's not as if, and I mean, I don't mean to say this to sound like cynical about the band or about Robin's creative, um, uh, about his just his creative work, but like he, um, I think Crack Up, it was not conceived uh, like on the spot. I think Crack Up was sort of written and the, the, the framework was put together shortly after Helplessness Blues. But they just kind of all banded, you know. They all kind of fell apart, you know, and yeah. uh, drifted away from each other right. for five years. And then they finally said, "Hey, let's realize this thing we've, we've been, you know, sort of it's been on the shelf for so long." And I've heard him explicitly say that that, that, that yeah, these songs are like five years old. I mean, right? These these have been around for a long time, and and uh, and that's probably why a lot of the songs sound like very similar to uh, to that same kind of sound you know when crack up came out I, I really like genuinely wanted and of course i fully understand it doesn't matter what i want the artist can make what they want that's the most beautiful thing about creativity right. and art but you know i guess my soul was sort of like had had this this urgency for like um, something just radically different
0: yeah we had a long talk about this last night i remember yeah where you're talking about, uh... Well, something that I know really bothered me was, um... If you certainly don't mind talking about this... But, uh... Something that's been bothering me in the music world is, uh, um... A musician... A prolific musician... Who Evan and I both hold very dearly... In, uh... In our... Aha, yes, yeah, right, right, okay. Yeah, for, for your... I, memory, I, like, I, I, for, you I
1: totally forgot about? about the... Right. The yeah. talk.
0: Um... A, a, uh, a man by that uh, of which of a name of Stephen Wilson um, formerly of Porcupine Tree continuing to still release music under his name Stephen Wilson uh, as well as Blackfield Bass Communion um, recently uh, put out an EP with uh, with a friend, uh under the, the pseudonym God which was very interesting um he was kind of famous for saying in an interview a while ago that he had uh he had uh, sacrificed family for music and by that meaning like uh well you know I've, I've sacrificed the ambition of being a family man of having a family and all of these sorts of things to to make music my primal directive and of course i'm paraphrasing very heavily but um that was the intention of, of the point. And um, a lot of people really gravitated towards that, maybe because um, they're incels or whatever. Um, and I'm not saying that Stephen Wilson is. I'm certainly not saying that all of his fans are. But a lot of people really gravitated towards that statement. MG of like, Tao. Yeah, that statement of like, oh, man, well... Yeah, like that's that's why I don't do it, I guess, or whatever. And um Stephen Wilson recently um became um, invested in in this uh in this woman and uh presumably they fell in love and uh, I believe she has a daughter, if not children plural, but certainly one child and they got married and now he has his own little family. And his community talks so much shit about about him because he has a family now, and because mm-hmm. he's married, and he's uh, uh, again presumably happy. Yeah, and
1: Th- that that and news that... genuinely like warms my heart. That, yeah, me I, too. I knew that he was gonna like find someone someday. That but he that's, was...
0: but that's precisely what bothers me so much. Is that like, first and foremost, like what other people decide they want in their lives, even if it's entirely contradictory to like what has previously been said, is nobody's business but theirs. Um, So for people to get so upset over a man's happiness because of one thing he said a while ago is um, infuriating and that that really really deeply bothers me that um that like purely because he was a musician under different circumstances and now he's uh decided to change his circumstances for one reason or another whether it's his happiness or whatever else that people like disavow him as really disgusting mm-hmm. and um you know, I, I'm certainly not one to uh, to shy away from uh, scrutiny and criticism of music, but life choices and music are entirely separate.
1: Yeah, and there's a couple of quotes I really love. by. There's the one by a famous jazz musician who, I can't remember specifically who it is, but he once said... Um, if all you have in life is music You don't have music yeah. I, I, I really love that because it's, it's so true It's Absolutely. so true
0: It's so true I say it every day <laughs> It's never not true We're gonna build a wall <laughs> um, <yeah>. Listen Jose <laughs> Are you listening to me? <laughs> We're gonna build it 30 fucking feet high no ladders are gonna be able to. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> oh man, you brought this on. Um,
1: so, um, oh okay, yeah, a great song. Um, uh, yeah. So there's there's that quote, and then there's um, if I can remember, um, uh, I actually think this is something that like Stephen King said. Actually, interesting. Um, and I, it's not exactly,
0: huh? Brilliant man. Yeah,
1: brilliant man. Um, uh, I don't, I don't think it's like specifically a quote, so I'm definitely going to paraphrase, but he said something a while back to the extent of, um, uh, so for the longest time in his career, he sort of mistakenly believed that, that, um, uh, like that life was his support system for his art. But he kind of realized, like after uh, like a long time of like uh, alcoholism and and uh, really pushing himself to like cr- you know crunch like and, and like breaking right. himself with his work, that he realized that like he was neglecting his family, he was neglecting things in life that made him happy other than creativity, right? And so he um, he eventually realized, and it's like the other way around. It's like art is your your support system for life. You're, Love art me. supports your life and your life is what is what you know your life life is what life is about
0: <laughs> right um if and, you're living for art you're not living
1: yeah and so of course that's the mystique you know and you, when we all first decide to be artists and and musicians and uh, whatever whatever you choose to do whatever the path it's so like um, it's such a um, fantastical little path to walk down. Like, oh, I'm gonna be the, the, I'm so dedicated an artist. I'm gonna dedicate my life, and I will do nothing but consume art and create art, and I will just be a fucking hermit. And like, right. it doesn't work out that way. Man. No, you can't sustain that. I um, mean, that's what I'm doing. But. <laughs> I mean, and the, hey, like there are people like that. That's great. But those people legitimately have. Uh, those are like savants. We're talking about people who um right. are definitely not your average your average um bear so um yeah, which Stephen Wilson, I think is a great example of that. I mean, yeah, he's spent the past thirty five years of his life to music. It's been dedicated to music and I mean, just
0: sent like pretty much since from the early eighties till now, yeah. If not the, even maybe the late '70s, the, the
1: guy has been insanely prolific and constantly working, and and he is he is a true like maverick, true like extremely prolific artist. But There's... he he's he's found love and he's found not only love for uh, for another person, a significant other, but love for a child. And that's yeah. just I, I knew he would do that. I just my my gut always told me that he would find that love there's
0: also a point i think to be said too like you know i listed several projects that he's he's presently in or was previously in like as a band i also missed no man somehow which was another huge project that he was in but on top of all of that he's a producer so he actually makes records for people and then remasters remixes albums as well like he is insanely it it, it has been stated by by several people that in the world of progressive rock there is no harder working musician um yeah anyways to Evan's point yeah like yeah just let the man live his life dude
1: but yes as far as Fleet Foxes goes um Yeah, I I don't know where they're going as a band. Um, If if Crack Up was the last thing they do, it's a great way to go out. Um, I think they're all very talented musicians and also very creative people. And Most of them, of of course, everyone knows um, Father John Misty. I was going to say they did make Josh comedy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, everyone knows uh, Josh Tillman and his dissatisfaction with the band and he wanted to go off and and, you know, do his own thing. And and so, yeah, he did Father John Misty, which are, uh, arguably became way more popular than Fleet Foxes.
0: I would say, yeah, certainly.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I do like how you can see F.J.M. over here in the far right. And he even looks, like, dissatisfied yeah. in his picture. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's he and so Robin, separate. I think, were always at odds. Um, yeah. uh, excuse me.
0: Um, also, local band. Yeah, local I don't know how Evan didn't Seattle. mention that. Seattle. Seattle. um yes
1: in fact this was recorded at avast studios in greenwood nice um
0: part of crack up was recorded in anacortis yep yep i even talked to nick about that a while yeah, ago your, yeah. your buddy nick wilbur yeah nick wilbur yep. from the unknown in anacortis washington
1: these cool people always run into him at the damn grocery store <laughs> no matter what i do
0: yeah every time i see him i wave and he goes like Ugh. Ugh. i'm kidding i don't. <laughs> I, I don't see him. I, I, I've i met him, obviously, because you've been there on a couple of occasions. I've met him, but we don't really like, know each other, I would say. Yeah. Which is yes. funny, because I think that's the first... like. Whenever I talk about anybody, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a friend of mine, or, yeah, I know this guy. And I'm not saying that at all, to be like, uh, yeah, I don't like Nick or anything. He's a cool guy. I just don't know him.
1: Yep. He is... Um a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. Um, nothing, dun, dun, I can see. Okay. A gentleman and a scholar. Huh? A gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> um. So yes, Fleet fox um, gone too soon in in a unique way. Just yeah, gone too soon. they had I mean I think they still have a lot to say but I don't think they have a lot to say with the the Fleet Foxes moniker I think individually these artists have a lot to say now so there it is and it's time to
0: move on to the next pick back party people we're back we're back we're back we're back we're back in black i'm in green uh we're back with Rose Windows also out of Seattle this is a total Seattle list evidently Rose mm-hmm. Windows they are self-titled the titular Rose Windows we're starting with uh Bodhi song yeah that's a great one let me tell you something how's it going hi
1: Rose Windows another Seattle band of course um you know this band um you know what this band uh was quite popular in the Seattle area also sub pop uh, I'm realizing uh, yeah sub pop so they were back in maybe I think they this band broke up in 2015 um when did wait? When did this album come out? They they came out 2015. Yeah, okay. They they broke <laughs> also,
0: up. Oh, well, it says it right there.
1: <laughs> um, so this band they they broke up in 2015, which it kind of like it was kind of a shocking event because they had become so influential, like in the sort of um, Seattle indie scene. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 I forget the um the 90.3 uh, KEXP in seattle here the little local indie radio station they um they were darlings for that station and and they became quite well known and so yeah it was uh it was a bombshell when they um decided to split apart and i haven't really done any digging i've not been curious enough to trying to figure out the reasons behind the breakup exactly i'm assuming creative differences that's That's kind of where where i generally go this band though however uh, as we can see they released what three albums four Uh, albums yes three um trays uh
0: quite prolific for their for their time that they were around which wasn't very long they were in like rapid succession yeah 2013 2014 2015 yeah
1: so they they had a lot of uh, really really good music and and just musically there's a lot to talk about with this band they they're one of those bands that I like to sort of call like um like a tone band like that's kind of like their signature thing is like the the production work like the tone of like the white stripes yeah something like that um, and so um, uh, yeah they I think the production value is, like, very, very good. Like, squeaky clean. Um, and, and just really, really, like, beautiful and um, spacious. Like, a spacious, roomy um, uh, production quality. Uh, and uh, I, I really love it. And, yeah. It took me a while to really conjure this panda up in my head. But they just perfectly fill that, that need for... Um, a band that's gone too soon Just straight up Gone before their time
0: There's also probably a point I think to be said too That uh, despite that most of our lists Are uh, three picks And sometimes we go a little over uh, This is the one case At least so far and hope, may, Maybe the one case ever Where we are doing the opposite Where it is a two pick day mm-hmm. um, Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I could think of a lot of
1: bands that certainly don't fit the criteria, the criteriums. Um, right. stuff going around. Um, I, I just wanted to keep it nice and, um, for the sake of brevity, like just keep it down to two picks, and especially poignant since they're both Seattle picks, and um. I guess they, they both sort of like I mean yeah and this band broke up and then like the next year Fleet Foxes put out their their long awaited follow up and then yeah they've just kind of both for all intents and purposes been out of um, out of commission and right. uh, and yeah but you know sometimes a, a band comes along it does something really interesting you know yeah, you get what was that six people you get six people who come along and they put their minds together and they they work with each other and they they create something that's really really interesting and worth talking about and and they deserve like all the praise they got but sometimes man sometimes when all those heads get together it's just yeah it's a dangerous cocktail and uh yeah, who knows? Especially um um beard guy in the front, he looks very intimidating. <laughs> Maybe he scared everyone. I
0: think that is his birth name. <laughs> beard guy. <laughs> Fucking uh Seattle light Brent Hines Hines. Brent Hines.
1: Yeah. Um and I think like to another thing about this band I, I think they nicely like sort of picked up they they sort of picked up the torch from like other Seattle um like like sort of Seattle's like pedigree as far as music goes because this this song I think sounds like this is one of their their kind of bigger singles and it sounds like I think it sounds kind of like Alice in Chains like oh, and so man. you get that sound and they have other songs that sound more like Nirvana and they have other songs that sound more like you know, so like they, Soundgarden, yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. They, they kind of like, uh, I mean, it's reductive to to say that like that they're just like a, that they. There's some mishmash of like Seattle music tropes, but um, but I think they,
0: but that's what you're saying.
1: Oh so uh, yeah, I'm I, I think they genuinely like mashed those uh, those things together, and they. I think they're si- like they are a signature like Seattle band, and I like that. Because you know there are plenty like of that. there are plenty of bands from Seattle that are like oh they sound like they're from fucking Europe it's like that's great right. that's great you sound like you're British but you're from Seattle but you know I always like it when a, a band sounds like where they're from so that's Short. cool um, I always appreciate the regional authenticity right yeah so right 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 right.
0: I never heard this band before. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's just, let's just like like listen to some of the music for a sec. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty evident here, like, if you're as much of, like, a, of a, um, if you geek out about, like, uh, production techniques and production qualities, I think this band just, like, touches those buttons big time. I love, like, this, this wonderful, like, um, uh, like, um sound stage like of, of like where like each instrument sits in the mix and just like the stereo field is like so like nicely laid out and it's so rich and the way they like mix like they fuck around with woodwinds and stuff and all kinds of like uh, all kinds of um uh, they play electric guitars and acoustic guitars and all kinds of like organs and roads and all that stuff great just great, great sound Very beautiful and organic
0: mm-hmm. Cage-free Cage-free uh, Free range And I think uh, they're, free. They have great lyrics
1: too A lot of their lyrics are kind of um, Very like uh, Social justice kind of lyrics mm. um, um,
0: And uh, I like oh, that's that That's good I like that We like that around these parts Yeah You're being difficult I have a lizard And he's being difficult He's uh, he's working his way up to time out I'll tell you what <laughs> Spanking Yeah I'm gonna spank his little chicken butt His little vent His little
1: vent That's what they call it Yum You know who else is gone too soon? Smash Mouth.
0: Well, good night, people. Good night. (laughs) I mean, Smash Mouth certainly was gone pretty quick, but I don't know if too soon is the language that I would use. I think they were verging on, like, Prague
1: avant-garde, like, really changing the game. I think it was just their avarice got in the way.
0: The thing with Smash Mouth... Well, you know their singer... Um, became... Uh, became a part of the a professional amalgam. A
1: professional chicken
0: wing eater. He became a part of the <laughs> amalgam... That is currently today referred to as Guy Fieri. <laughs> it, was him, it was him and when that other guy from uh, ICP... Kind of... Like, <laughs> they ran into each other at fuck. full speed and
1: they just play with magnets all day and yeah shit.
0: they ran into each other at full speed <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh oh, a fuck. bowling shirt was dropped into the mess and uh guy fieri <laughs> is here to stay now he plays with magnets all day in flavor town asking <laughs> uh,
1: the fucking the day work they walk around the uh the um the the void the um, purgatory void that is flavor town right and it's just all there there's no businesses except for diners drive ins and dives those are the only businesses that exist
0: Yeah they all have uh, Fucking checkerboard floors
1: So the only reason to exist they In this universe all, all of the waitresses, Is to, is to crawl from Diner to diner And eat cheese sticks all day And stuff your face in the fucking kitchen And bug the cooks all day Yeah, And then get kicked out of one restaurant And go to the next Dance
0: one Dance to some polka music <laughs> Fucking beer fry some zucchini
1: Yeah, you never have to refrost your tips too because it just
0: sexually harass the uh, the wait staff. (laughs) That's gotta have been a thing that Guy Fieri did. He looks like the type. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love Guy Fieri. He's great, even if he's uh, in the business of getting morbidly obese (laughs) and not doing it somehow. That dude's gotta have multiple stomachs, I bet you. Oh, we
1: forgot to mention they drink Fago all day, too. I
0: wonder if he's bulimic. Maybe that's what it is.
1: Maybe. They play with magnets and drink Faygo.
0: Like just like, oh man, this poutine is gangster. I can't wait to throw this shit back up. <laughs> oh
1: man, I got the I got the Fago burps. <coughs>
0: <laughs> I got the hot gravy shits. <laughs> oh, oh lordy
1: my God! <laughs> of course, I, I, I knew weeks ago that this podcast <laughs> would would fucking spiral out of control into Guy Fieri, ICP, yeah. ago, and huh? Smash Mouth. I knew Bob that it, it was I, in it
0: was in the bones, as right? if
1: divinely ordained. I felt it.
0: Oh boy.
1: Yeah, I knew that
0: happened. You read the bones, and that's what came out. You had your Turkish coffee, and it was in the grounds.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Okay, Rose Window's great, beautiful. This is this is definitely like their biggest single. I mean, if you like pay attention to like Seattle indie music, um, then yeah, you've probably heard this song. This is a very well-known popular song. I haven't. Um,
0: yeah. Well. Well, it just goes the same for my point before, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to check out like a good local artist, Michael True
0: oh yeah he's kind of in this vein autumn electric was yeah he just uh, released a new album with his new band um, after we had worked with him he um, his band moon letters was actually reviewed by Prague magazine that was fucking sick
1: yeah moon letters are great the album we made with Michael was great but moon letters yeah they're badass they're amazing that that level of music that, I'm the album was self-titled right? I would have been yes. I would have been intimidated to have worked on that. And of I course have, I would have liked to. Well I would have liked to, but I would have been intimidated because the music is a lot more complex than his uh yeah, his true. solo album was going for. Which is great because his solo album was was pushing more for like his influence of um like uh like uh, like solo era Peter Gabriel and R. E. M. and Yeah and uh and and like elton john like like some more classic influences but moon letters is just going straight for like throat with like with (laughs) peter gabriel era genesis and um king crimson and and like straight progressive rock right um so yes michael true moon letters man check it out big time that's i mean i don't i should have said that earlier if we're gonna go on this like seattle tip yeah let's do it yeah And he is definitely not gone too soon because he is still around.
0: Yes, still, still making music, um, still touring, all of that. I might be, uh, I might be collaborating with uh, the legendary uh, John.
1: Don't say his name. Why not? I'm scared. Something bad might happen. John Alday. Or he might appear. You keep interrupting me. He might appear. I'm gonna have to smile. There he is at the door.
0: Yeah, him, him, and his beautiful mane of hair. Yeah. Yep. 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 Rivals fucking like uh oh, good lord, what is his name? Uh, Claudio from uh from Coheed and Cambria.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm Yes. Coheed and Cambria.
0: Coheed and Cambria. I chime in with the "Haven't you?" Pe- I'm joking. Whoa. Jesus Christ, I'm joking. Coheed and Cambria did. They did that song, um, "Buddy Holly," right? <laughs> they did. Um, they did. Um, Linger. That was a classic. Did you have to let it linger? This is Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. Yeah, Coheed, they did um, Ba with the Ba. They did Ba with the Ba. They did did, um, that other one. They did American Pie. They did. uh, (laughs) I believe they actually composed Canon and D originally. (laughs) Fuck. They were the first people to ever pat on rocks and create percussive <laughs> sounds. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I actually think, honestly, no, they invented, like. Music, as we know it. Well, they, invent- well, they in- actually invented sound. Yeah, true. Before Cohid and Cambria, there was no sound. In fact, <laughs> I remember, actually, uh, I believe uh, in the Bible, if you go back and read it. <laughs> I think it's, it's in. That,
1: uh, I think it's, uh, uh, yeah, Matthew 3 17.
0: No, this was in Genesis, Oh, since we were talking about Genesis. So it's, oh, in, the, it's in the very beginning of the Bible. Oh. In the Bible, as God was creating the earth, and he was creating the heavens and the stars and the sun, uh, and then created light several days after the sun, uh, he asked Coheed and Cambria, he said, can I make sound, which he didn't say it, he wrote it on a piece of paper with a ballpoint pen, and they said, now you may. <laughs> Now that I have spake, I have this idea. now that I have spake first
1: we have this idea of this medium which travels through the air and into these things that are on the side of our heads
0: yeah and that and then uh, and then he sang bye bye beautiful and the Garden of Eden was, was created <laughs> I know it's not created. the name of the song the name of the song is a favor, house Atlantic yes yes we all
1: know. What the heck?
0: It was a horse.
1: I'm a fucking horse. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Sexual lobster. Like she- uh, or greasy tail. Yeah,
1: he had to change his. That sucks ass. I-, I saw the story about how why he had to change his name. That sucks ass. I mean, it sucks that he had to change his a classic name, soon, yeah. "Sexual Lobster." Speaking
0: of gone too soon, the, the, the pseudonym "Sexual Lobster" has gone too soon.
1: Yeah, what well, was it? So he like changed his name just like as like sort of a gag, and people were like, "No, dude, change it back. Like, we don't like this." And he's like, "Okay." He went to go change it back, and YouTube said, "You can't pick that as a name. That's vulgar."
0: Seriously, that's yeah. what
1: it was. Yeah, I mean, wow. in a nutshell, there may be a little bit more to it, but but um, yeah, that's essentially what it came down to. I think,
0: like, on, on still on like social media, he still goes bisexual, yeah,
1: yeah. But basically, YouTube just shut him down and said, like, no, dude, you, you can't do that. That's that's a that's not a wow. friendly name to her so it's, essentially, he was like grandfathered into that name, and by yeah. <laughs> backing out for even a shut moment, they, the they said no more.
0: A That was cool of them YouTube makes a lot of good sound decisions Uh, They're really creator friendly Um, Nobody disagrees with me On that part I can guarantee you Um, And I would challenge anybody Who does disagree Come on Or I'll come on your platform I'll talk about it YouTube uh, They're doing God's work for sure like without question and they know god personally so well, I like, think, yeah clear. i think
1: youtube are the they're the modern crusaders they're spreading the gospel yeah
0: and for that matter the crusades that was totally a positive thing obviously <laughs> nothing but good came out of the 400 year war um <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> YouTube they're, they're doing so much good I cannot state enough And it makes me fucking angry I can't state enough How much good YouTube is doing With all of these new po- uh, policies That they're making It's just nothing but good It's all up from here um, I heard that the creator Of YouTube uh, Donated one of his lungs To a dying kid <laughs> That was cool have you donated a lung to a dying child? Bet you fucking haven't. Well oh, but that kid grew up to be a murderer. Yeah, but he murdered um, a bunch of bad people. <laughs> Damn, this is ambiguous. Yeah. The morality
1: here is really hard to keep track
0: of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, So it cannot be stated enough how much of a positive force uh youtube has become mm-hmm. i seriously think that when uh armageddon is ushered in yes. <laughs> uh, youtube will be the ones to to single-handedly uh slay the beast yeah and will save us all or at the very least with the rapture they'll pick their
1: like their 10 most like famous influencers, and they gonna they're going to ascend them to the realm of heaven.
0: Right. Of course, I'll be one of them because I'm speaking so positively of them.
1: <laughs> it's going to be that. It's going to be Markiplier.
0: It's going to be... Logan uh, Paul. Logan Paul. <laughs> um, Jimmy Kimmel. J- Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> James Campbell Jimmy Kimmel it was, It's going to be It's going to be me Markiplier Not Evan unfortunately Because he didn't <laughs> I don't make the cut It's going to be me Markiplier okay. Logan Paul Jimmy Kimmel And um, In a In a Total shocker uh, Hitler Hitler <laughs> Fuck <laughs> They're pulling him back They're saying We're taking him out from hell We're putting him up above and then he says something mildly racist, and they send him right back down. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You'd think you'd learn, but no. <laughs> it's in his blood.
1: That's crazy. Ew. Which,
0: coincidentally, has become nothing but worm food anyways. So, <laughs> now we have Nazi worms. Thanks, Germany. You know, I was doing some, like, some, like
1: Wikipedia, like, just, like, bullshit research on, um like... Uh, on huh on Hitler something like that okay well on um, but specifically on uh, because I was looking up what uh, Angel of Death was about the the song song. Yeah. oh yeah yeah and I I never knew like specifically who. I knew it was about like a Nazi or something yeah exactly and so but it turns out that it's like really upsetting but it's like the guy like escaped he like he like explicitly he he escaped before um nazi germany was was stopped and before hitler's hitler's um third reich was destroyed he escaped to south america and lived out a full life of like of anonymity and um and affluence i mean he was Mm -hmm. he lived well for the rest of his life which is genuinely upsetting yeah (laughs) it upsets me very much to learn that and he he died as an old man, like in uh, in in like swimming out in the ocean, uh, which is you know I don't know. But uh,
0: I wonder if uh, the same Steve Ray, same Steve Ray, Steve. same Stingray that got Steve Irwin got uh, got old Joe, <laughs> old Joe, old Joey. <laughs> that's what we called him. Yeah, that's what we called him back in old Nazi Germany. I was there.
1: But of course, if I I, if I was wearing my tinfoil hat, I I would suggest that Hitler himself also got away. But no, No, probably not. Probably not. I'll follow. uh, I'll follow the rest of the world in believing what is most likely true. Most likely true.
0: And also, Jeffrey Epstein was murdered, not suicide. So, suicided. yeah, what happened with that? I don't know. Was he murdered? I don't know. Was he? I don't know. Good night, everybody. We've had a lot of fun tonight. We've, uh, we've gotten really real with each other. Evan got a little drunk. If we're... Well, no.
1: <laughs> if, if we're going to talk about... Well, it's a last word. Mm. Um, since we're talking about horrible, gross, disgusting people, Ooh. Um, like where this this song is called Aurora Avenue. If you guys are, if anyone here is from the Seattle area, you know Aurora Avenue, and you know that it's a fucked up place. That's true.
0: It's bad. Not a great place to drive. Not a great place to drive. Yeah, but and Beth so. wasn't Beth's son Aurora? Beth's cafe? Um,
1: maybe. Hmm. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, no, it's just Aurora. Aurora, man. That's where Hitler would have lived if he was still around. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm joking.
0: I bought meth on Aurora once. Aurora. It was that blue. Aurora, Aurora. Crystal blue. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And we're watching Breaking Bad and been having a great time with it. Yep. yeah.
1: Yeah, Aurora just goes all the way through Shoreline and all the way through North Seattle, and it's just...
0: It is... The greatest avenue in the world. It is chaotic, neutral, maybe teetering towards <laughs> evil. <people. laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's an it's an avenue that definitely has an agenda. It's definitely following its own agenda. True. So, anyways, um, holler at your boy.
0: Holler at your koala.
1: And goodbye to rose windows. Great band, great music, Fleet Foxes, Wham Bam, represent, love them. Right. On to
0: the next list. Soon. Soon, yes. Well, people, we've had so much fun on this day. The day of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we've had Cheetos. We've had Fritos, Doritos, and our good friend Julius sees Julius Pringle. Julius Caesar. Julius Pringles is uh, is not happy because we didn't have any Pringles. Um. Yeah, you know the you know the adages. Don't smoke meth. Don't drink and drive. Wrap uh, it before you attack it. You've heard it all before. Stay in school No glove, no love Yes you know. Stay in school Whatever you're working towards It's probably worth it And if it's not Well then, you know, just Like, fuck it You know what I mean? Yeah Yeah yep, yep, Find yep, yep. a reason To hug a homeless person Yeah Just do There's it. lots of them on Aurora Avenue so. They need love yep. They need love that's going to do it from us here at Natural Cut Records Lands. Evan, do you have anything you'd like to say to the people before I uh, destroy this computer with an axe? Um, um,
1: love never fails. Except love is the answer. Um, Except when it's not. Love with all your heart. All you need is love. Um, love, love, love. We love you. Um, I don't. Yeah, I do. We don't love you.
0: Goodbye, people.